Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Girls Girl. My name is Jess and I really want this podcast to just be a space where myself and my friends can talk about our experiences with life, whether that's with relationships, friendships, and careers. I have always wanted to start a podcast and it is crazy that I'm finally doing it and finally just taking the leap. I was always that friend that would say that she wanted to start a podcast and like never actually do it. Um, But I'm finally doing it now. It feels really weird. Like this is so out of my comfort zone, like sitting in a room by myself, basically talking to myself. Um, And I'm just really excited to share some stories with you all. I even in my 27 years of living, I feel like there's so much I want to share and hopefully you will find something you can relate to or you will appreciate a piece of advice I have to give. If I can impact one person, that will honestly make me so happy and make me feel so fulfilled. And I also want this to be super free-flowing. Like, I just want to feel like we're having a girls chat. Don't want this to be super structured. I will have like a topic probably every week. Um, But I just want it to be super cash and feel like I'm just having a regular chat with some girlfriends over drinks. Today, I thought I'd talk about letting go. It's a topic that's sort of come up with friends over the past week. And I feel like it's really fitting for my first episode just because I would not have the confidence to even be doing this if I didn't go on my like self-work and like self-love and like healing journey. And I feel like a huge part of that was learning to let go. When I think of letting go, I think of it in like three parts. So letting go of expectations you put on yourself, letting go of expectations you put on other people and letting go of the things you can't control. A lot of what I'm going to refer to is just things that I've learned from my therapist and my own experiences. Obviously not a professional, so take everything I have to say with a grain of salt, but I feel like I have done a lot of the internal work to just share what letting go looks like to me. So when it comes to letting go of expectations you put on yourself, These are often overlapping with like your goals. So I think it's really important to have goals. I think we should always be working towards something, whether that's like being a better version of yourself or, you know, some sort of accomplishment in your career, in your friendships, in your relationships. Um, I think goals are a really good way to keep people motivated to keep people inspired but I think where goals start to get murky and where you enter that territory of like setting too many high expectations of yourself is if your goals are like attached to your self-worth so obviously when you're growing up you have this like vision of what your life as an adult is going to look like and a lot of it is influenced by adults in your life or media or like movies or tv shows that you see So when I think of myself in high school, you know, my expectation of myself was like, 
okay, I'll graduate high school. And at the time I had a boyfriend. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I am going to graduate. I'm going to go to university. My boyfriend's also going to go to university. And then we'll come back to our hometown and get married and have kids. That is like really genuinely how I thought my life was going to go. Like I am someone who loves a plan. So, you know, to have that as sort of the plan in my mind was like comfortable, was like something I felt confident in. Obviously, that's not how my future went. And I broke up with that boyfriend pretty soon after we graduated, like right before I was leaving for school. I had this like kind of awakening where I was like, I just need my independence. Like I don't want to be tied down to someone, especially someone that once I really sat down and thought about it, I didn't see a long-term future with. And even at 17, that is like really hard to let go of this like five, 10 year plan I had like put in my mind because it's like safe, you know? It is something you feel a comfort in, like kind of trying to predict what your future is gonna look like. Like you wanna know what's next. Like you wanna have control over your life, but that's not always the case. So when you have to like let go of something, you are then forced to rethink your life or accept that your life is gonna look a little different than what you had planned. But even though I was able to, you know, let go of that chapter of my life and like that person, I was still going into university thinking like, okay, so I don't have my high school boyfriend anymore, but I'll probably just meet the person I'm supposed to spend my life with like in university like doesn't everyone meet their partner in university like how else do people get into relationships and I was still operating on this timeline of like okay I'm gonna go to university get my degree then I'll hopefully be in a serious relationship and then I'll get married and have kids like still very like planned out like the very traditional you know, life plan that a lot of people have. But then of course I like get to university and I'm like not really dating at all. Like it's very much hookup culture and you know, no one's really taking me out on dates. Like no one's pursuing me that way. And very few people are in serious relationships and you know, I'm surrounded by all my single friends so like the last thing I want to do is get into a serious relationship and so that changes my plan again then by the time I graduated university because I hadn't reached these milestones that I thought I was gonna reach I was feeling alone I was feeling like my life had no sense of direction and in that moment you think you're the only one going through that when there are so many people going through the exact same thing, but it feels so isolating. Like you, we're so self-absorbed in a way where we're like, it's only happening to me. Like I am the only one going through this. And I feel like after graduating, there were like a few years where I was just trying to figure shit out. Like I ended up working retail, which I didn't even realize at the time is like such a reality for so many people after they graduate. Like I think we were conditioned to think you go to university and you get a degree and you immediately get a job after, but that's not always the case, especially 
like I studied journalism and at the time I thought I was going to be news anchor like a like on-camera reporter and when I was in school I figured out I didn't really like that and then I thought I was going to work in a magazine and that was also a bit of a dying field so by the time I graduated I had like no job prospects so retail was kind of my only option at the time or like so I thought it was and like no hate to retail at all I think it was such an important learning period for me like I ended up working at Sephora and I worked at Mac because I was always interested in makeup that was like something I'd always loved growing up and never really got to explore until I got these jobs so it helped me grow in that sense and it made me a better people person it made me a lot more patient it made me appreciate like hard like grueling work where you're you know standing around like all day and I feel like I needed that it was like this phase of my life where I needed a job like retail to help me figure out my next move and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't starting to get comfortable in that phase of like working retail still being very like paycheck to paycheck kind of like you know just accepting that like okay I'm living at home right now I'm like working this job it was still very stagnant and I was kind of just like moving through the motions and eventually you know had to let go again of like expectations I'd put on myself and step out of my comfort zone and I like went back to school and I studied marketing which was something I didn't even realize I enjoyed and was also good at and you know that helped me find my first sort of like quote-unquote big girl job like a nine-to-five corporate job and I think the more I let go of these expectations I had on myself the more things were happening for me um you know because of this corporate job, I was able to move back to Toronto. So that's where I had done my undergrad degree and I got to move back. I moved in with a coworker who was also a friend. We got a condo with another person and I really felt like my life was finally what I had envisioned it to be, like living in the city, working an office job, doing the sorts of things you you know expect to be doing in your like early to mid 20s but even then like I had this expectation where like oh I had like for me to be successful for me to find like self-worth in myself I had to be like living downtown I had to be like going out for dinner all the time I had to be like going out on the weekends and like doing all these things that people say you should be doing in your 20s but there was still like pieces of me that felt so unfulfilled and then after like a couple years into this job I like hated it I was like crying at least once a week like I was miserable it was like no work-life balance and when something like that happens again it flips your expectations upside down because you're like I'm supposed to like my job I'm supposed to be enjoying this like why am I still feeling that like lost feeling I had before? So then I found myself again having to let go of these expectations I had myself. And, you know, in the past three years, I've switched jobs three times. Um, 
which isn't something I expected. Like, you think you're going to get a job and, you know, some people stay in the same job forever. Or some people stay at least more than, like, a year or two years. And I just had to let go of this expectation of myself and kind of just let the universe do its thing. And part of that was doing way more things that were out of my comfort zone. One of the biggest things I think I did most recently was like start taking my Instagram seriously and start getting into content creation and having no expectations of it. Like I went into it just wanting to do something creative because I'd always been a creative person and I felt like I wasn't exercising that part of my brain. And when I did, I also had to let go of like fear that I had. I had to let go of insecurities and that is like easier said than done. Like a lot of it was through going to therapy and just like working out like internal stuff I was going through and then that helped give me the confidence to you know post whatever I wanted to like take pictures of me in like outfits or like me using makeup like film videos and let go of this like expectation I had that I would fail if I did it like now I'm totally in this mindset of like just try or like who cares like I was so worried people were gonna judge me for you know trying to be an influencer or whatever and once I like let go of that I feel like it made room for you know things like new friendships to come up like I've met some of my best friends through Instagram and I got to work with brands that I had always admired and been interested in and I was always that person that would you know see content creators see influencers and be like jealous or be like oh I wish I could get like a PR package sent to me but I would never be that person to like put the work in to do it like I just thought like people were just lucky and like there's a very few group of people that are like privileged enough to like have these opportunities when it is really just like hard work and really just putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and like being yourself and like people will appreciate that and like brands will find you and like even as my life continues to change like I still set goals for myself but I try not to attach too much of my self-worth to it like even with Instagram like it's hard not to look at the numbers and not to attach your success as a content creator to the number of views the number of likes the number of followers you have because it can be so discouraging if you aren't like hitting the numbers you want or the numbers that you see other people getting and it is like a lot of work to like separate yourself from it especially when so much of your content is like a reflection of you and a reflection of the things you like so it's easy to be disappointed if you know you aren't getting like a huge following or like a huge number of likes because then it's so easy to be like 
oh, people, like, don't like me. Like, there's something wrong with me. And, like, that's why I don't get X number of likes or, like, X number of followers because, you know, people just don't like me. When half the time it's, like, the algorithm or, like, I don't know, things. There's so many, the content creators out there or, like, there's so much content out there for people to consume. Like, it doesn't mean yours is, like, any less better. It just means it's not reaching the people you want it to reach yet. I still set goals for myself and I still hold myself to some sort of like standard, but I try not to place too many expectations on myself or like attach my self-worth to these expectations. I think goals like I said earlier, are just a good way to stay motivated. Um, And when you like hit a certain goal, you feel really fulfilled or you feel really successful. But at the same time, I think it's just important to, you know, remove too much of your value to these goals and to know that the important part is honestly the journey of getting there. Like we tend to hyper-focus on achievements we didn't reach or goals we didn't succeed at. And that can make us feel really bad and make us feel really disappointed. But we often don't take the time to just sit back and take a look at, you know, what has already gotten us to this point or like what you've already accomplished. And one thing I like to practice is like gratitudes and just taking a second every day to think about, you know, what I'm really grateful for and, you know, take a look at what it is I've already done to get here and to not focus too much on, you know, what I think I've like failed at. Other than the expectations we put on ourselves, we also tend to put expectations on other people. And a lot of the times we end up being disappointed because we've created these like false realities or these like scenarios in our mind of how someone should be just based on the few interactions we have with them or the way they treat us or you know a variety of different things that we try to use as like evidence as to like how a person should be I think the best example of this for me is a situationship that I was in that lasted a year which like was way too long and you know I had this expectation of him because his actions were like saying one thing But then he wasn't actually, like, committing to me. Like, to me, if you are, you know, bringing me to meet your friends, your family, if we're going on, like, dates, if we are staying over at each other's places, like, once or twice a week, in my mind, the expectation is this is going to be a relationship. He is going to commit to me. You know, if I just stick it through, like, I will be his girlfriend and I had set up these expectations in my mind of him and obviously when he didn't meet those expectations 
I'm the one that gets disappointed. And it's really hard not to do this. Like, we like to think we know someone or we like to think we can predict someone's behavior. And I think a lot of the time it is like a defense mechanism or it's like a way for us to protect ourselves. Like if you can, you know, kind of guess how someone is going to act in a situation, then you can prepare how you're going to act in the same situation. And it just helps you protect yourself a bit. And a lot of the time we attach our like self-worth to someone else's actions or like how they treat us. So, you know, for me, because this person was taking me out on dates, was taking me to meet his friends and family, in my mind, I was like, that means he likes me. That means like he has considered me someone that he wants to pursue a relationship with. When half the time, like someone's actions don't even have to do with us. Like it is just purely their thing like how someone acts around us or how someone treats us doesn't always mean it's a reflection of like who we are or our personality and I think it's really hard to separate that sometimes I think another example of this is like if you get cheated on it is so easy to blame yourself or to think that it has something to do with you when in reality like that person is just shitty, that person, you know, doesn't respect you, that person was opportunistic, like, there's so many factors that cause someone to do something like that, and half the time it has nothing to do with, like, you as an individual, and for me, even coming out of that situationship, I kept thinking that it was something wrong with me, like, I kept thinking I could have done things differently, or, Maybe I should have like waited a little longer or like shouldn't have like pressured him or I don't know. I just found all these ways to blame myself when at the end of the day, it was just that, you know, someone didn't want to commit to me and that is like well within their right. Like they, you know, don't owe me anything and like I also don't owe them anything, but it's so hard when you place this expectation on another person and you know are making up those scenarios in your head or like have come up with this idea of how a situation is supposed to go and it's really hard to separate yourself from that I think too we just like get in this habit of putting all the blame on ourselves and we are so much more critical of ourselves than we are of you know someone who might have wronged us or like someone who treated us badly like I don't know why it's so hard to just be like that person was shitty or like that person sucks like we will still defend like another person's actions I don't know if it's like maybe a defense thing or like we are in denial that like we let ourselves be hurt by someone like maybe it's an ego thing like you don't want to admit that like you let a hurtful person into your life or maybe it's like we don't want to admit that we had poor judgment that we actually like assumed something about someone and it turned out to be a whole other thing I don't know I guess it's like embarrassing sometimes like even after like that situationship like 
I think I was just embarrassed because at the end it all came out obviously that like my friends hated him and that like they were never on board with the situation and they were kind of just like waiting for me to figure it out and like that's embarrassing like that is embarrassing to know your friends are like maybe talking about you behind your back and are like what is she doing or like just waiting for you to figure your shit out and even just knowing like you've disappointed your friends is like hard too um because that's like the last thing you want to do and it's hard because you just have to like move on and like take the take the L basically and learn from that right you kind of take it into your next relationships like okay maybe I won't have these same expectations or maybe I'll go into a situation not expecting anything so that I'm not disappointed or like just go in more open-minded and not go into situations already with like an idea in your mind of like who this person is and what they are going to be to you. My therapist likes to say, once I start getting into like a tangent with her and I'm like, well, what if this happens? Or what if they react this way? She'll always be like, where's the proof? Like, what proof do you have that that's even going to happen? And that's enough for me to just like take a step back and be like, there's like no proof that like anything that I'm anxious about is actually going to happen. And it's hard. Like you have to train your mind to think that way because like I said like I think it's a defense thing like I think we like to predict how a situation is going to go or predict how an interaction with someone is going to go because we want to prepare ourselves like we want to feel protected we want to feel ready for anything that happens but half the time it's just like adding more stress to ourselves because we're sitting there overthinking everything. And I think this brings me into letting go of things you can't control and just accepting that you can't always predict outcomes. For example, everyone's talking about like the recession that's coming up and I'm starting a new job on Monday and I was starting to get this like anxious feeling because you know when recessions happen people tend to lose their jobs and in my mind you know I am going to be one of like the newest employees and those are always the people that are first to go and I just like started spiraling and like getting all in my head about like oh my god I'm not going to have a job. I like, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to like do anything? And it's like, I don't have control over that. Like I don't have control over the economy. I don't have control over the hiring or the firing decisions that a company makes. Like I just have control over like the present, the now, you know, I have control over like me starting this job. I have control over how I perform in this job, but there's always gonna be outside factors or things kind of happening in the background that like you have no control over and you sort of have to just accept it. Another example would be, I was recently in Miami for a bachelorette and one of the days it just like rained all day. And like, obviously, 
We had like an itinerary for the weekend. We had a general plan of what we wanted to do for every day that we were there. But we got rained out. Like there was a tropical storm. Like what are we supposed to do? And we could have just like sat around and like complained about it or like let it ruin the entire mood. But that was something that was out of our control. Like you just have to let it go. And yeah, it sucks and you get to be upset about it because you basically lost a day of your vacation or you missed out on the plans that you had. But to attach like the success of the trip to that like one rainy day would be unfair. And that's honestly what letting go is all about is just like getting rid of these like attachments you have to like yourself, people, goals, and not attaching them to your self-worth or like how successful of a person you are because that will be so hard on your like ego and your self-esteem because if you for whatever reason things aren't going the way you planned you're gonna keep thinking that it's like completely your fault or like completely a result of you being a failure which is like rarely the case I'm not saying that you should blame every bad thing that happens in your life on external factors but I think it just requires a level of like self-awareness and a level of like acceptance that things don't always go the way you plan it and that's okay and that you just have to like be able to adapt and be like comfortable and accept change however that may come and then just like trust that whatever direction the universe is trying to put you in is the right one and to you know stop fighting it basically I think the minute you try to control every situation you're putting like friction against what is like meant to fall into place for you I think at the end of the day it's just about trusting yourself and having faith that the decisions you make are all part of like your story and your journey and obviously you're going to encounter some obstacles and there's gonna be bumps along the way but it doesn't make that journey any less important doesn't make you any less valuable it doesn't reflect on your self-worth I think the minute you let go of the expectations you have on yourself the expectations you have on other people situations you can't control you'll just feel so much more at peace and you'll be making room for amazing things to happen in your life.